Hi everyone, welcome to Snehal's show, Soul Velocity. I welcome you to today's show and as each time, we have a guest on our show today as well. But before I get to that, I would like to talk about how we as women look at the world most of the times and how it is changing. And to say all of that in a very small snippet, I would just say this, or I would like to quote Helen Keller over here and say, never bend your head, always hold it high. Look the world straight in the face. And that is where women are today. When we talk about women empowerment, when we talk about the world being you know, shifting and changing. I feel great to be a part of this world today, which is giving us the space of looking up high and living the life that we want to live. Now, today, I also have an amazing guest with me who is a force uh, and a unique individual. I know everybody is individual, uh, you know, unique in a way, but I would like to say about her that she is unique with a short span of time within, I would say, since I know her uh, for a while, in last one year, she has progressed and achieved a lot of milestones. So let me keep this short. She was born in the foothills of Himalayas. She is an amazing, amazing author. She is a lifestyle coach. She is an inspirational and motivational speaker. She's also co-authored two books so far. One is The Inseparable Souls, which is an amazing, amazing love story that you can read, which is also talks about women and empowerment in a way. And she also has co-authored another book, which is on leadership. The title is a little bit of long, but it is about 21st century leadership, which was launched on 18th of October. So to keep it short, to keep it uh, and to know more about her, you will get to know her a bit, you know, in today's call, uh, call or recording that we are doing for you. And you would also get to know a lot more about her in the bio that I put in. So let me quickly get her online. That is Manju Kera. So let's welcome her. Hi, Manju. How have you been? Hi, Sneha. I'm good. How are you doing? I am awesome. And so nice I, to hear you. Thank you. And I am so overwhelmed. I have like a list of questions for you. But one of them is, how do you manage? Like every day I see you doing something or the other, of course, all related to human development, child development, a lot of youth related activities. So how are you doing all of this? Um... I believe uh, we all have that uh, capacity and capability uh, to multitask as in school we used to learn different subjects, uh, history, geography, English, we used to have music, PT, we, we are capable of doing you know everything with the switch in 20 minutes or 30 minutes, we can switch from PT to science in 30 minutes so we all do have that capability uh, but over a period of time we do forget our own capabilities and uh, you stick to one thing. So we all are raised uh, that way to handle many things at a time. Uh, we all are um, taught all that uh, in uh, our uh, childhood and our school days itself. <laughs> so we really need to, whatever you uh, see, uh, if you go back and uh, refer to your childhood, you'll understand childhood is a small ecosystem where we are taught how to live in this bigger ecosystem. 
true very true i think sometimes we just mistake it in a way we look at it as multitasking when we are not really multitasking all we are doing is we're dividing our time and focusing at one thing at a time and then moving on yes. to another thing and then focusing yes. so it's not really multitasking though it looks like yeah. multitasking so yeah. definitely it's like being in the moment uh, if that half an hour you're doing that thing you have to be in the moment and do that thing only in that half an hour absolutely totally totally agree with you so manju we know a little bit i think we already spoke about inseparable souls when it was just launched what would you like to tell us more about your next book and your writing uh sorry not the next book the second book which is already launched which was changing concepts of 21st century leadership what would you like to tell us about so my second co-authored book is uh, based uh, basically on leadership how the concepts are changing how the ethics are changing with the changing time like earlier in time when we were not technology uh, technically so apt and there were so many other things uh, that leadership played uh, differently as in today's time see if you say gautam buddha he was a great leader but he had that kind of knowledge which even today many of not many of we don't have that kind of knowledge but when he sat to preach or tell or a story or to give a lesson how many of us could actually uh, get it there were handful of i think seven of them who actually got the preaching and they went but in today's time if we sit if today we are sitting here we are talking there are millions and millions people we can reach out to in a click so similar to these scenarios there are so many concepts and ethics and values uh, that has to be changed or modulated to today's era which we really need to work out on those ethics those values those messages from the la, uh, from the past are very valuable uh, if you say arthashastra of chanakya no study of management is complete without arthashastra so this is how you take it you know what was there at that time women empowerment we talk so rani lakshmi bai you see mm-hmm. so we we had leaders we had lessons but in according to today's time we really have to be very sensible and sensitive enough to handle it very nicely because in today's time we cannot go wrong with one click we spread wrong messages with one click we can reach out to millions so we really have to be leaders especially have to be very uh, sensitive enough to how they are preaching and uh, because it is just reaching uh, it it is like wildfire you you just speak and it's out in the air so there has to be some changes as coaches as leaders that we need to develop and uh, redefine and uh, redevelop ourselves to the modern times so this is what i'm talking about in that uh, book awesome it definitely sounds interesting and what you said is right you know earlier we had to learn the science to get educated and you know go ahead and implement that whether as students or as a normal human being which today with so much of access as you said we are just click away from yeah. reaching millions of people so as coaches leaders inspirational people light workers somewhere we hold the responsibility of what we say where we say it because somebody's listening and somebody's going to blindly follow it so it's about right. being careful about what message is passed on and how it reaches the audience so i i loved the concept of the book thank you thank you manju for sharing that 
what I also would like to know is okay. now that you are, uh, you know, somewhere on the path of living your purpose, achieving your dreams, okay, when you look back, is there anything that, that makes you feel that I wish I had known this when I started out? Uh, if I think that way, there could be many things. But then, yes, uh, but over a period of time, I have realized uh, with, of course, so many um, examples, I realized that not, even, not only me, every one of us, the Almighty, He delivers it to you at the right time. You meet the right people, you read the, reach the right place. So uh, I don't regret or, or, or I don't um, think that, uh, you know, there, there was a time when, uh, I mean, uh, sorry, uh, I don't feel that uh, I should have known this uh, thing earlier because uh, maybe I was not uh, apt or capable enough to handle that thing then. So mm -hmm. if I am given a certain thing, I believe that this was the right time. Or if I wasn't give, given that time, I believe that wasn't the right time for me. I, I wouldn't have done justice to that thing. That is true. I think it's all about the journey, isn't it? And I think we have spoken about this before as well. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yes. And similarly, you know, when we are ready for something, we get it, whether we want it or not, whether we're prepared for it or not, we just get it. So it is yeah. about the journey. It's about the learnings. Uh, I think that's a common thing amongst a lot of light workers too, where we are, and you do, you do Reiki as well. So you understand this, yes. which is, you know, when light workers experience a great deal of life in a shorter span in comparison yes. to the rest of, uh, you know, uh, the people yeah. who are supposed to help because uh, when you learn it in a shorter period of time, it becomes easier for you to reach a stage where you can then give back to the society. Yeah. So definitely, yes. uh, I like what you said. I There's nothing that you would have wished you had known when you started out because everything has a divine timing. And talking about that, what yeah, of are, course, there was a time. Yes, yes, go ahead. Okay, of course, I, I want to add one thing there. Yes. Of course, there was a time back then when I wished Agar ye hota to, I wish I would have, have had this, if this would have happened, but it was then. But today, if I see, I feel okay. Then I wasn't even apt enough to handle it. I wasn't capable, strong enough, courageous enough to take decisions, to handle the situations or to learn from it. So today, if I see, okay, it was correct. If it didn't happen then and if it is happening today. True. It's, it's. It's both ways, you know, it's like when an opportunity knocks, just say yes and figure it out later is one side of the story. At the same time, sometimes we are ready for the opportunity, but it just doesn't knock. And you keep wondering, why is it not happening for me? Why things are not really working out? Am I doing something wrong? Even when we're talking about manifestation at times, sometimes you feel, am I doing something wrong? You know, I'm putting in all my intentions, but it's not really happening. But when time passes by and when we actually reach that stage of receiving, I think that's when we feel that, you know, this is the right time. If I would have got this a year ago or two years ago, I don't think I would have been ready enough or responsible enough to deliver what I can deliver today. Yeah. So totally, yes, right. totally in agreement there. Um, I am curious about 
what next is in store for you. So what is next in store? So you have done the books, you're already doing a lot of speaking gigs and I see you receiving a lot of awards as well in different, different areas, which, which is amazing. So what is next for you? Uh, honestly, Snehal, I have never planned my uh, life in a way that I will publish my book, then I will do this, then I will. It is a chain of things that is just going on happening and I'm, you know, living in the moment and I'm enjoying everything and I'm not thinking what next and what tomorrow because I'm right now in a phase of gratitude that things are happening and it is leading me somewhere which is very purposeful. Uh, I'm yet to find purpose of my life because yes, that is my curiosity. What is my purpose of life? Because, uh, you know, having um, a swanky car or a big house or a seven figured income, I don't think so. We all are born just for that. Of course, luxury is good. Money is good. Abundance is good. We all need it. But there's something more beyond that. True. So I am truly curious to, even I am curious to know what is my ultimate purpose of life. Yes, spreading love, light, goodness, uh, spreading knowledge, information, everything, everything I'm doing, but still it is not giving me that satisfaction, which, uh, okay, yes, this is my purpose of life. I haven't got that thing yet. So I'm still working towards it. But I think, I think that's how it is, isn't it? Because uh, even after figuring it out fully, uh, most of the people that I've spoken to, they always say that I am doing what I think is right right now, but I still don't know what my purpose is. And that's in that process, it's about the journey. Yes. So definitely, uh, I, even I'm curious because there's so many things that you have done in the last seven, eight months itself that, you know, uh, I would want to know what is Manju going to, you know, freeze on? What is she going to do next? And uh, you do bring in a lot of newness to the things that you're doing. Like uh, your recent posts about, t- tell me more about this because I don't, I, I don't think we have spoken or anyone really uh, knows exactly where you're heading when it comes to, you know, child health and youth development. There's a lot of work that I see you doing in that direction. So what what is it all about yeah so it is about uh, we are talking about women empowerment we are talking about me too we are talking about now uh, there's a new concept we are talking about we too so uh, we are not talking about children with this fast moving life uh, career oriented if you see in the uh, underprivileged society uh, like Fathers are drunk, mothers are working out uh, as housemates and some other jobs or jobs they do. Children are not taken care of as they should be because they are tomorrow's youth and um, they, their minds has, has, have to be taken care of. The age of 6 to 12, whatever they learn, we have to make sure that they are given right kind of emotional balance mm-hmm. so that they feel secure they feel safe and we raise good human being for society we talk about uh, we talk about ETs, rape molestation but where no child is bad no human being is bad where does the making goes wrong why are they neglected why is not it not taken care of when they can actually handle the child at 6 and 12 when they can be taught what is right and wrong at that age. 
if they are taught and given that kind of care love and affection and the right direction we can we can certainly make a difference in the society rather than working on older uh, uh, citizens like or the youth we have to really focus on the kids right now true because i i i agree with what you said you know educational can system can only do a bit and only yeah. educate a child but it's only about i i would say intelligence it's about knowledge uh it's about the brain when it comes to heart when it comes to mind when it comes to you know what is really going inside the child's head with one teacher handling 20 to 40 kids though 20 is not a huge number and i i think when i was in school 50 was a normal number for one yeah. class to have number of students mm-hmm. though today it has reduced to 20 per teacher it's still 20 versus 1 and the teacher has a schedule and a syllabus and there's no one to talk to and sometimes teachers don't even notice it's not that they intentionally do that but you know understanding that there's a shift in the child the child is suddenly become submissive and you know not paying attention i i liked what you said it's the negligence which is not done intentionally but yeah it, it is the- as a parent as a teacher where we fail i i honestly say no child is bad we fail as a parent we fail as a teacher there and uh, uh those highly paid schools international schools they are hiring counselors and all my focus are uh, is on the underprivileged society true where these children are not taken they, their basic need is like sending them to school and feeding them which is not enough and there's a different in being illiterate educated and then the the next level we are not heading there right now but there is a difference between the, being literate and educated so these kids are only being literate they are not educated enough to handle the edu- whatever they are learning they they are just reading and writing they are not understanding it if you see see value education they are just reading it they don't know what it is true these are the small things that i am keen about you know putting uh, throwing light on and i'm approaching schools with uh, to take care of these kind of kids and the teacher should also understand that these are the children who need special help special attention true true definitely tomorrow we are going to sit and blame the society that you know the, this is bad that is bad but, that's but what are we doing as a citizen to make a correction there or help them mm-hmm. if had i made any uh, attempt then i can at least say ki okay i tried but we are not trying we are just blaming and we are dividing in classes and communities which is not right mhm true i totally agree i i like what you said which was uh you know we are failing somewhere as a parent as a teacher and as a society to a greater extent we're so busy in being an we love being outsiders you know sitting yeah. watching the entire movie and pointing out saying he did wrong she did wrong yeah. but the question is you're watching it what are you doing you could just yeah. ask nobody the, wants to step or in or the kid saying hey it's okay life is going to be amazing tomorrow you know rather than making a comment saying how can your dad do like that or how can your mother be like this you know rather than adding to the fuel you could just be the other person and we have a choice it's a choice that we make so i'm very glad that you know someone is taking an initiative towards this and working in bringing that awareness because awareness is everything i feel 
Um, yes, even is. parents who are failing or teachers who are failing or we as society when we are failing, we don't really know that we are failing. It's, you know, when someone brings light to such areas is when we realize, oh, yes, I should have thought from this perspective. And uh, thank you. Thank you for bringing that to the world, because I definitely feel thank needed, you. especially in India today, because though we are the most populated country in the world right now, our highest population is youth, is the youngest generation right now. So if we don't make a shift now, we are going to create a very, what do you say, cast, big and huge cascading effect in the future. So definitely. There's one small thing I would like to share, which I yes. have written in my uh, book. It is a snop, uh, small snippet that I will share. Mm-hmm. So it is like... Uh, Gandhiji was a great leader. Even Hitler was a great leader. So what made what made them different? It is their childhood. Hitler was born of a father who was born out of wedlock. So imagine the childhood he had, the aggressive father, the abusers he had taken in his childhood. True. So he had all the quality of a leader, but he, it made him what kind of a leader? So it, it is very important. Yeah, they, they are going to be powerful. They are going to be influential. It's on us what we put in them in their childhood. In their childhood. Yeah, either they are going to be a big don or they are going to be a very nice leader. It's up to us what we are raising. Their quality is going to surface. It is like on us how we want them to deliver. Absolutely. And that's the... It- Leadership is an inborn talent, I feel. While it is yes. a skill which can be learned, there are some people who are just born with it. Born um, leaders, yeah. And with born leaders, that's where the biggest risk lies, you know. It's how they get treated, how they look at the world. And that's what they're going to go back and channelize later. So either they can be, you know, like Hitler did some major revolution on this earth okay in a way <laughs> but he's not really known for good things at all yeah and simple, but he was a great leader had he, he not leader. been that he wouldn't have been had he wouldn't had so many followers yeah that's right so it's it's and that's the thing with today's technology building a follower base is not a bigger challenge it's about yeah. keeping them and what change you bring eventually to the world through them Okay, so if the leader is yes. not, has not figured it out yet, then the followers are going to spread the same thing. Okay, so I, I, like, I like what you said. And I think, um, if I'm not wrong, Nelson Mandela said this, you know, history will always judge us by the difference we make in the everyday lives of our children. And somewhere, what, whatever you and I are doing today is going to contribute to that history, which is going to be yes. tomorrow. So yes, definitely. So tell me one thing, when when you are doing this work, uh, you said you're connecting with schools. Uh, Is there anything else that you are looking uh, forward to any other organizations or corporates that you want to work on this or, you know, how are you doing this? I'm focusing on government schools because I understand the uh, population that comes to government school are the population who cannot afford any kind of counseling or psychologist or any kind of that kind of aid. So I'm only focusing on government school. I don't intend to focus on any corporate schools or any uh, paid school as such for now. Uh, 
uh, yes, I'm only focusing on government schools. Yeah, because they are in much need. Otherwise, everybody schools are hiring counselors. So I don't want True. to uh, this. Yeah. So it's again then how much justice they can do. But then I I might as well reach to somebody who are I, I think are not going to have one for a long long time right now. True. That absolutely true. And I like what you said. So, uh, and that is where most of the crowd today, uh, when it comes to underprivileged, when it comes to um, you know. Uh, free schools i think government is the right place to go to so definitely i hope that the listeners of this you know if they have anyone who can connect you to those schools we would we would love that and we'd be absolutely grateful if you could help us thank in this you, journey thank you so definitely thank you thank you manju what i do want to know is um while you're doing all of this okay you being a mom you being an entrepreneur where you have your own work to do and you are uh, you know doing a lot of social work as well there is a lot of networking that you're also part of right now so my question to you especially which a lot of mothers you know come to me with is snehal balancing is not happening either i can be a mother or i can be an entrepreneur or i can do social service i can't do all three and there are few who have that desire but don't know how to do so what would you like to tell those mompreneurs or women who are mothers and want to bring in a difference in this world okay i'll go to uh, i'll what oh, i work for me <laughs> so <laughs> i'll go to your book i work for me we can have a nice journal we must figure it out what is really important necessary and need to do it's right from you you want a fasting day you want to uh, read a story to your book you want to go for workout you want to have a meeting if you are able to journal out everything you can do everything as i told you in the beginning that we are taught this in our school our calendar had that sunday monday tuesday and those eight period eight nine period yes so yeah if we if we go back and understand why it was every page it was very important for the whole life to understand what we should be doing and how we should be doing it is very easy very easy we just have to journal we we can give time for storytelling uh my older one has already started um, joining me for my work uh yeah she's doing some amazing yeah, work she she is doing so craft is something what children like so we need to weave out very nicely say if if your child loves storytelling go to uh, what i do say if my if my child loves to hear story so i held a storytelling session for the whole school so my child comes with me and we have a storytelling session so it is a storytelling session and my mom and son bond is there and my social work is also sorted so we really need to you know weave in things in a way that uh, we can do two to three things in one uh, package beautiful i like what you said it is about you know breaking down the day into or measuring your day and breaking it into pieces and journaling and understanding what is it that i really want to do what are the you know my priorities and then following through i think sometimes that is missing i also like what you know i, I don't know if you know this but robin sharma talks about the 60 10 rule 
where 60 minutes you work on something and 10 minutes you take that break or you know a well-deserved break and then you go back for 60 minutes work I think school life also we did that right 40 minutes yes. needed and then the teacher shifting time was somewhere a break for us and then yes. we moved to another 40 minutes and we could and it is a switch okay you can just switch on and off we are trained that way. But to all my listeners, I would say that uh, we must read, we all must read, uh, uh, I work for me. Uh, there will be no other <laughs> queries, you know, how to uh, journal things, how to schedule your day and how to work and how to love yourself. Everything is there. Thank you. Thank you, Manju. But yes, definitely. Journaling is something that helped me as well. Yes. And it helped me figure out a lot of stuff. When you write it down, it, it, it becomes real, is what I feel. And when you write it down saying, uh, gratitude every day, 10 minutes at this time, eventually you will reach a point where you will sit down for that gratitude. You, it may not happen like today you write and tomorrow, but it happens eventually. So yes, lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Manju. Um, I do this rapid fire very quickly with most of my guests. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to try that with you as well. Trust me, I want to ask <laughs> questions and you're free to answer them, you know, in, in Hindi, Marathi or uh, English. And that's fine because the only reason I'm giving you the hint is because I'm going to ask you some questions on those lines. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So not a lot of questions, just five simple questions for you. Okay. Um, so, you ready? We'll start. You just have to answer within yes. 10 seconds. Whatever comes to your head first. Yes. Um, your favorite spot to go to when you want to get away from the world. Uh, it is my hometown, Nenital, uh, which doesn't happen very often. So I love to be by some uh, riverside or something, some place like that. Okay. Awesome. Um, the second question, this I really, really like. Any favorite movie dialogue that you believe in, love it, and quick keep quoting? It could be Hindi, uh, it could be English. It doesn't matter. Something that's stuck. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know the movie's name, okay? But it is, uh, I, I have this on my wall. It is of uh, Sushmita Sen. Um, it is like, uh, uh, I don't remember. This is bad. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay, fun. I told you it's you fun. Can go on my, you can go on my wall and check it out. <laughs> it's very beautiful. <laughs> Um, so yes, I will, I will check it out. Definitely. I'm going to add that in, in the, in the, what do you say? Um, in the post that I do for this. Definitely. Okay. Next question. Your favorite, favorite, favorite song, something that puts you in the mood anytime. Yeah. It's my all time favorite of Lata Ji. Oh my God. I love that song. That is, yeah. It's <laughs> more than 50 years now. And I'm, it's an amazing song. Nothing can beat that favorite of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it is, definitely. Um, that was question number three. Question number four. Um, your favorite quote that you live by? Your mantra favorite. for life? 
There's one quote: "Dress up, show up, up, and never give up." Perfect. Dress up, show up, and never give up. And you being a fashion coach, I think, or a stylist coach, it goes perfect. Awesome. Yes. One last question for you: If this recording is been heard by your children twenty years from now, yeah, what is it that you would like to say to them? Um. i would like to say uh, we all are unique mm-hmm. uh, we all have our journey we all are going to fail at a point we are going to overcome mm-hmm. never mind learn your lessons and you always have your mother uh, who will be supporting you cheering you and lo- will be loving you every time for your mistakes for your achievements for everything you do in life Awesome. Thank you. That was beautiful. That is cool. Um so overall Manju, I'll tell you honestly, I have had fun having this conversation with you. I do wish you a lot of lot of success in anything and everything you. that, you know, that you do. Um hey, I found I found the quote that you were talking about. Hum kisi se khushiyan mange ye hame manzoor nahi. Mangi hui khushiyon se किसका भला होता किसका है किसका भला होता है जो अपने तकदीर पे लिखा है वो जरूर अदा होता है सो इट्स ब्यूटीफुल एंड इट्स ट्रू यू नो समवेयर आई थिंक इवन आई बिलीव इन इट बिकॉज़ इट्स नॉट अबाउट आस्किंग फॉर हैप्पीनेस टू अदर्स इट्स इट्स अबाउट जस्ट बीइंग हैप्पी एंड यू नो गेटिंग व्हाट यू नो योर डेस्टिनेड टू गेट एंड बिलीविंग इन दैट एंड putting yes. efforts in changing that destiny rather than asking others for our happiness and being responsible for us being happy yes so very 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 true so manju we have two books of yours which i'm going to post and i think all your listeners are going to uh, be very keen in knowing where the books are available and so on so all that information i would be adding in the description of this podcast yes. but if anyone is interested in getting in touch with manju then how can they do that i am by name manju kaira on linkedin facebook instagram and twitter manju kaira that's awesome that's that's the best thing about branding keep it short keep it same all throughout yes. so guys if you want to find manju it's manju kaira find her on any of the profiles and i know that she loves she loves connecting with people and if you have any questions if you have something to share with her feel free to do that we always love to listen and help and that's that's what brings all of us together so thank you manju for your time today definitely it was fun for having me thank you it was fun having you there's a lot that you shared and somewhere you have motivated and stirred things inside of us to do something for the next generation and that's for the children which you know everyone is so busy helping teens and youth and women that somewhere we're missing the root cause and thank you for bringing attention yes. to that so people you know all the listeners a single simple request is this if you want to do something and if you have no idea where to start with start here if there's anything that is calling to you go ahead and take that action step rather than just saying that we want someone to do this be the one who is doing the actual work 
take an action today and bring that difference in the world because the world needs it today. It's not tomorrow. The change needs to happen today and the seed can only be sown when you take an action. So do take that action and we will connect with you next time. Until then, may anything and everything you do, you do it with love, grace and gratitude. Thank you.